The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Hi, I'm Trustee and Associate Pastor Edwin Sprode Sr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We would like to welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KCY Channel 9 in El Centro, California, in Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station, KJZZ Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming, from 11 to 12 midnight on station, KGBY TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, and from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon. A landmark in Cleve for over 90 years in our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. to B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr. in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast.
Today we are celebrating Christmas with all our songs and spirit-inspired sermon being centered around the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is through his love for all mankind that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth on him should not perish but have everlasting life. To start off the musical program of today's telecast, the church choir under the direction of Amelia Hahn will sing the uplifting song, Angels Carol. They'll be able to accompany by Iris Locke on the piano and a Pohaku quarter on the organ. Like the bright and shining star that brightened up the sky and led the way to the birthplace of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is now our bright and shining star to guide us on the path that leads to the land flowing with milk and honey. The vibrant voices of the angels rejoicing and singing for the birth of Jesus still rings out today as we give thanks to the Lord for his great goodness, his mercy, and his everlasting love. What a wonderful Lord we have.
The church band under the direction of head pastor Billy Hahn Jr. will play the song, Do You Hear What I Hear? We are comforted to know the Lord hears our every prayer. It is prayer that moves the mighty hand of God, which moves the whole world. And we put our faith, hope, and trust in His hands. He is able to answer our every prayer, for with the Lord all things are possible. I will give the Lord all the praises and glory by singing the song, O come, O come, Emmanuel, with What Child Is This? Doing my background music will be Head Pastor Billy Hahn Jr. on the piano, Associate Pastor Marvin Aming on the bass, and Iris Locke on the drums. A long time ago, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ was born in a manger because there was no room in the inn. Today, we find the hearts of many wax cold and don't have room in their hearts for Jesus. The Lord calls all who are weary and heavy laden to come to Him, for He will give you rest, peace, and comfort. For today is the day of salvation, if you will but hear His voice. O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel. That mourns in lonely exile here Until the Son of God appeared Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O oh, 
The church choir will now sing the spirit-inspiring song entitled, Hallelujah to the King. Our Lord came down to, to birth as birth as a babe in Bethlehem, bringing hope and goodwill to the world. He was there to comfort and uplift us by providing the gospel of the kingdom of God. The gospel is the good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and fire, and Jesus is coming soon. Please feel free to sing along with the choirs. You see the words flashed on your television screen.
Now feature the youth strings to play the beautiful Christmas song entitled Christmas Canon. We praise and thank the Lord that He is always by our side. He speaks to our hearts in that still small voice. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is the reason we keep Christ in Christmas. He is the reason for the season.
The daughters of Judah will now blend their voices to the song, the first Noel. Doing their background music will be Christy Hahn on the piano. On a bright and starry night, the angels rejoiced in heaven over the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What a wondrous night it must have been, filled with joy unspeakable and full of glory. To all our viewers, may this Christmas season be a blessed time for you and your families filled with Jesus in your hearts. At this time, it is with great pleasure to dedicate this beautiful song to a dear and faithful couple in the Lord who are none other than Associate Pastor Ronald and Mrs. Terrilyn Hahn, Jr. We pray the Lord will continue to bless, strengthen, preserve you both all the days of your lives as you faithfully put your shoulders to the gospel wheel. Have a wonderful Sunday and a Merry Christmas.
Shalom and good morning. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda and would like to repeat our television time, stations and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KDTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU TV Channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR TV Channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona, and from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, and also from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ TV Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, parts of Nevada, Idaho, and Wyoming, and from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning our schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii. Services are held in the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kaimaki Branch Church located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, Gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanera Sr. in Kanakakai Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. L. Verio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloi in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espera in President Rojas, Cotobato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the des address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to return our program to Trustee Associate Pastor Edwin Sproul Sr., who will bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Melvin. Dear television viewers, these weekly telecasts give us the opportunity to come into your homes and share the glorious gospel of the kingdom of God with you at the turn, push, pull of a button in the comfort of your friendly surroundings. We pray that the Lord Jesus Christ will shower his blessings upon you and yours and draw each of us closer to him through the reading of his word in today's sermon entitled, Jesus Christ is Emmanuel, God with us. In this Christmas season of 2015, our lives can become complex with extra demands surrounding the celebration of the birth of Christ. However, it is essential to appreciate the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the reason for the season amid the glamour and glitter of the Christmas season. 
Today we are richly blessed with love, peace, joy, and happiness because of his coming to earth. And because Jesus Christ died for us, we too have been blessed with the rich benefits of his salvation. Hence, Jesus Christ was sinless while living in this sinful world. And his unique life resulted subsequent to his divine birth. God's word, the Bible, was written by holy men who were inspired of God's Holy Spirit to record with precise clarity Jesus Christ, who is called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Jesus Christ is God, Savior of all mankind, came to save sinners from their sins, and willingly laid down his life for all mankind as the pure Lamb of God. Christmas today, in the minds of many, has lost its true meaning. Hence, the time normally spent in prayer and meditation has been replaced with office parties and God's spiritual excitement in researching God's Word, the Bible, to understand the mysteries of Godliness has been replaced with the temporal excitement of exchanging gifts. Fellowship and worshiping with God's congregation in the house of the Lord has been replaced with the isolation of family gatherings at home. And the greater transgression occurs when the primary purpose for the birth of Jesus Christ and the gospel is replaced by a tree decorated with lights and ornaments that can neither save anyone's soul. Hence, let us examine Jesus Christ. One, Jesus Christ was born into this world with a name meaning Savior that describes his divine nature. Two, Jesus Christ is the perfect man having preference above all others. Three, Jesus Christ was born into this world sinless and his unique mission as the redeemer for mankind. And four, his divine title, Emmanuel, given by the prophet Isaiah means God with us. God's word, the Bible in Matthew 1, 22 and 20 through 25 denotes, now all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took unto him his wife and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son and he called his name Jesus. John the Beloved also confirmed that the birth of Jesus Christ in John 1, 1 and 14. It reads, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus is proclaimed as being Christ, the Anointed One. From the beginning of time, every prophecy given by God in reference to the Messiah and Christ pointed to none other than Jesus Christ himself as the Almighty God. The most powerful reason to be joyous and to celebrate his birth is because no other birth recorded in the history of mankind is as simple and as beautiful as the birth of Jesus Christ. Luke 2 8 through 11 declares, And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, 
and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. In God's Word, the Bible, Jesus Christ is referred to as prophet, priest, and king. He is also proclaimed to be the Savior, the Christ, and Lord. Jesus Christ brought redemption to all people of every race and culture born upon this earth. God's angels shouted tidings of great joy and proclaimed to all the earth his birth announcement. However, this announcement was not shared with the leaders of the synagogue or main streets of Jerusalem. Neither was it shared with the kings and royalty of the day in the splendor of their palaces. Men of renown, education, authority, influence, and power were intentionally excluded from receiving the information of Christ, the Christ child's birth. Hence, they were not among the first to learn that the King of kings and Lord of lords had been born. Joseph and Mary did not have prior knowledge of the event taking place on the outskirts of Bethlehem. They were informed of the spiritual visit by the heavenly hosts when the shepherds came to worship and praise the Christ child. God revealed the world's greatest event until humble shepherds diligently tending their flocks on the hillsides of Bethlehem. These shepherds were ordinary men who were doing their daily duties as best as they could. Hence, 1 Corinthians 1, 26 to 29 declares, For you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called, but God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty, and base things of the world, and things which are despised, hath God chosen, yea, and things which are not to bring to naught, things at all, that no flesh should glory in his presence. God displayed this glory of the heavens and revealed it in such a way to accomplish it in a manner that could not be credited to any action by mankind. The night the angels announced the birth of Jesus Christ was a day predestined by God so that every earthly generation would never forget it. On that special night, the heavens opened and the angels descended with the glory from the heaven of heavens and spoke to a chosen few. The glory of God was so strong that it created fear in the hearts of the shepherds who beheld that event. The great power and presence of God the Almighty is still experienced today through the power of His Holy Spirit bestowed upon His believing saints. The children of Israel witnessed the power and presence of God while traveling through the wilderness. And they trembled uncontrollably while at the foot of Mount Sinai. When Moses returned from the second time from the top of the Mount Sinai, the glory of God rested upon him such that the skin of his face shone. Unable to bear the presence of God's glory, Moses placed a veil over his face while he instructed the children of Israel. The people fell to their knees in repentance when Solomon blessed the newly constructed temple. The Spirit of the Lord 
in the form of a cloud and thick smoke filled the house of the Lord. It was a holy place where the Lord's spirit and name could dwell therein. Amid, amidst the radiance, brilliancy, and awe-inspiring power of God, the angel of the Lord proclaimed to the shepherds to fear not, for he had brought good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. We are sure that if the angel had not forewarned the people to fear not, they most certainly would have concluded that their lives were coming to an end. Witnessing this event brought them into the presence of God, knowing that no man had seen God's face and lived. However, the Lord God was personally sending him a message to declare that a new thing would be born upon the earth. Centuries of prophecies were being fulfilled in a moment on this designated night. The long-awaited Savior had come at last. Hence, all mankind in the world were about to benefit from the introduction of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ had come to seek and to save that which was lost, providing mankind salvation and remission from sin inherited from Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. One night while Jesus Christ rested from being about his father's business, a Pharisee and very prominent man came to see him. He was a person of position and authority, influential and well-educated, similar to Saul of Tarsus. However, all of his profound knowledge of the law and all the scriptures was nothing after he heard and saw Jesus Christ perform the mighty miracles of God. This wonderment caused him to seek Jesus Christ by night to find out directly from the Savior himself about the salvation of his soul. The miracles performed by Jesus Christ had not occurred since the days of Elijah. The dead were raised to life. A withered hand was made whole. The blind eyes were made to see again. And those sick of the palsy leaped and jumped for joy. Nicodemus felt this emptiness within and realized within himself this Jesus Christ of Nazareth must be the foretold Messiah and Christ. Let us join in their conversation in John 3, verses 1 to 4 that reads, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus Christ responded in John 3, 5, that reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Having heard this born-again commandment directly from the mouth of Jesus Christ convicted his heartstrings, and he took action to accomplish the salvation of his soul by being baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ and being filled with God's Holy Spirit. In John 3, verses 6 and 7, Jesus Christ also stated, That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Hence, baptism by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and being filled with God's Holy Spirit is essential to the salvation of every man, woman, and child 
without exception. Peter, Paul, and the other apostles preached this self-same gospel, having been filled and led by God's Holy Spirit to declare the gospel of the kingdom of God. Peter on the day of Pentecost being filled with God's Holy Spirit in the upper chamber with the other disciples, experienced speaking in God's unknown tongue in Acts 2-4 that reads, And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hence, on the day of Pentecost, the Lord Jesus Christ poured out His Holy Spirit upon His disciples to empower them with with power himself, empower himself within them as the temple of the living God. Today, Jesus Christ continues to fill and refill his believing saints who are tarrying for his Holy Spirit to confirm the promise to be filled with his Holy Spirit. Jesus Christ further manifested himself by making some of his faithful believers spirit-filled vessels who possess the gift of tongues, the gift of interpretation of tongues to reveal the wonderful works of God. On the day of Pentecost in Jerusalem, the 120 who were filled with God's Holy Spirit and spoke in the various languages of the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Just imagine, these were Galileans and common fishermen. However, when they spoke, God's Holy Spirit inspired them to speak as scholars for the Lord Jesus Christ. Acts 2, verses 36 and 37 denotes, Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly, that God hath made that same Jesus, whom you have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Acts 2.38 is God's mandatory commandment given to every man, woman, and child that reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent to be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The Lord Jesus Christ instructs all mankind to be born again, to receive the salvation of their souls. To be born again is God's mandatory requirement because sin separates mankind from God. Mankind must be born again and live a life above sin, obeying God's rebirth commandment, which brings everyone into the family of Jesus Christ as our Savior, Master, and Lord. Acts 4.12 confirms the authority and saving power vested in the name of Jesus Christ. It reads, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. The blessing and beauty of the gospel of Jesus Christ is based upon its simplicity. Acts 4.12 therefore confirms the words of Jesus Christ spoken in Matthew 28, verses 18 and 19. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Hence, the name of the Father is Jesus, the name of the Son is Jesus, and the name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus. 1 John 5, 7 adds this confirmation. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. 1 Peter 3, 21 exclaims, The like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God, 
by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The primary mission for this telecast presentation is to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God, obeying the gospel by being baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ and being filled with God's Holy Spirit gives every man, woman, and child the promise of eternal life in heaven above. Luke 2, 12 through 14 continues the wondrous story of the birth of Jesus Christ. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger, and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. The angel used three distinctive terms to describe Jesus. He was the Savior, which is Christ the Lord. As the Savior, Jesus had come to deliver mankind from sin and restore Israel into his grace. As the Christ, or being the anointed one, he would be the anointed prophet, priest, and king. As Lord, Jesus would prove himself to be God in the flesh, revealing himself to the world. The angel then gave the shepherds a sign to ensure they would be able to identify the babe and the true Christ when they saw him. The sign given to Israel was a quotation for the prophecy disclosed by Isaiah 7, verse 14, which denotes the prophetic sign. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Although the promise of a Savior was given nearly 740 years before the birth of Jesus Christ, the prophetic promises of God given to all mankind are always yea and amen. We can see the significance of the birth of Jesus Christ, which was to be a virgin birth. And second, the babe would be found wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Faith in God to follow Jesus Christ as our Savior, Master, and Lord is essential to the salvation of our souls. Paul relates that faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report, and without faith it is impossible to please him. The virgin birth circumvents the natural law of things, and accepting it as God's truth takes much faith on our part. His virgin birth proves that Jesus Christ is the Almighty God himself, who revealed himself as a man to show us the way to heaven. Though designated as King of Kings, Jesus Christ came in a lowly fashion. His palace was not one where nobles and princes would assemble, but was a stable wherein the animals slept, the bed made of wood and laden with hay, where Jesus Christ rested, was not one suited for royalty or one dressed in the expensive cloths of the day. It was called a manger, and it doubled as a water trough for the animals. His clothes were not of the latest kingly fashions, but of simple cloth, square in dimensions, which embraced him and protected him from the elements. Hence, we are embraced today by God's four-square gospel that Jesus Christ preached. It is the gospel good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. Following the God-given proclamation, there was a mighty song from heaven, a heavenly host, too numerous to count, proclaiming glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. The hosts or angels or army of angels announced peace and blessing of goodwill to all men, 
Peace is very elusive to mankind's efforts to gain peace in the Middle East or in the world for that matter. Indeed, the term peace is on the lips of many today and is greatly desired by all mankind. And Isaiah the prophet proclaimed Jesus Christ as the Prince of Peace, denoting that mankind will never achieve peace and harmony without first coming to Jesus Christ because he is the Prince of Peace. Luke 2, 15 through 16. And it came to pass as the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Just as the shepherds found the baby Jesus, as the angels had said, we too can cherish the salvation of our souls, confirming the true meaning of Christmas as the greatest gift anyone can receive at this Christmas season of 2015. Hence, let us all continue to seek Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, who is God with us, so that we'll be able to hear him call us home, saying, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you would like to know more about God's Word in the church and review these telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor Edwin Sproat Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hall of his hands. The church band will now conclude today's telecast with the song, Emmanuel.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.